You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 190.5. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. with the Earn That Body podcast. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're safe. I hope your family is healthy and everybody is surviving this pandemic. This pandemic that I think we all hoped would be uh, a lot more resolved by this point. Now, of course, I never know when you're going to listen to the podcast, but we are currently in July 2020 and we have been dealing with the COVID pandemic now for several months. I don't know where you live, but I happen to live in a state that is not doing well. I live in Texas and our numbers, especially even here in Austin, are getting higher and higher every day. A lot of my clients on the private Earn That Body Facebook community page, uh, which just so you know, if you're not on my private page and you've done any of my programs before, you get access. So just email me so I can add you to our private group. But a lot of people have been expressing the fact that they're starting to lose their drive, their ambition, their motivation. It's a hard time to sort of stay energized and want to work out and want to eat healthy and all of that. So I have put together the Body Zone Challenge. It's a 21-day challenge that is not there to overwhelm you, but if anything, just there to motivate you to keep getting strong and to keep your fitness going. And it starts July 20th, so I don't want anyone to miss out. It is only going to be 5 to 15-minute workouts a day for 21 days. So easily something that you can add onto a current workout regime, But if you're someone who's sort of like falling apart right now, no motivation to do anything, you can even just do these five to 15 minutes because that, of course, is better than nothing. So go to the Earn That Body website, go to earnthatbody.com. Right there on the top is a button that says Body Zone Challenge, Body Zone 21 Day Program. Click on that or email me, Kim at earnthatbody.com, so I can get you in the challenge 21 days. I just want to sort of all have us unite together and uh, just inspire each other, motivate each other, and get on track and get strong. Why not take the next 21 days to get strong, right? Okay, well, I actually put together a little podcast episode today about the home gym because that's another thing that's really become sort of on fire lately. With COVID happening, a lot of people are working out from home now or they want to work out from home now and they're wondering and ask me all the time, what do I need for my home gym? So I'm going to tell you all of that after this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. Today's Eagle Eye on Health comes to you from the University of Sydney, and they are talking about healthy snack foods being that are big on marketing and small on nutrition. They say fact versus fluff in the health food aisle. Confused by excessive buzzwords on your granola bar packaging, nutrition researchers at the University of Sydney have found that it is likely a deliberate ploy. So, do you buy products at the supermarket based on their health claims? If so, you might want to reconsider in the future. 
According to the University of Sydney, they did a study and found that health food snack products contain significantly more claims and buzzwords than their non-health counterparts, despite being only marginally healthier. Now, this was led by master's students Holly James and Madison Breen from the Nutrition and Dietetics Department at the Charles Perkins Center and the School of Life and Environmental Sciences. The study involved the collection of data from over 1,000 health food snack products from health food aisles in supermarkets and health food stores and over 2,300 equivalent regular aisle products in supermarkets. The authors compared the nutrition content claims, the health claims, and buzzwords on labels, nutrition profiles, and price. Now what they found, or I should say they, what they did find, was that not only did health food products use significantly more claims and the so-called buzzwords than regular aisle products, the most claims and buzzwords were found on products with health star ratings of up to and including 2.5 out of 5 less healthy options. So as consumers struggle to interpret product nutrition labels, the presence of many claims, though they are legal to claim it, are actually very misleading. And though the health food snacks were marginally healthier overall, most of the products from either category were discretionary foods, those that should be consumed only occasionally. And we all know if it's a healthy food, you should be able to eat it all the time. But they're saying that these foods that they're claiming are healthy and really are marginally healthy really should only be consumed occasionally. So they can't be that healthy after all, right? The emphasis, the emphasis, the concern surrounding health food products is really a big deal because so many people are confused at this point when they see all this type of marketing. Now, there were no significant differences between health food snacks and regular aisle snacks in the terms of energy, saturated fat, or even sodium. And these components are all noted as of concern by the World Health Organization as they can be detrimental to human health. So health food snacks found to be substantially more expensive and yet not really a healthier product. So these are things you wanna be really careful of. I talk about it all the time. I talk about labels, um, all these kind of buzzwords that you see on foods and, and they are typically put at the end of an aisle sometimes and they're sort of like highlighted and marketed as a health food product and a health food bar and so many of them are for sure the bars that you see, like the protein bars. Um, you know, now like Whole Foods has a whole aisle of just protein bars and I call them protein bars but really a lot of them are just bars and really all of those bars are just glorified candy bars that's all they are and yet you think it's a protein bar I can eat this this is healthy I can have a few of these a day they're full of calories they're full of sugar some of them are full of artificial sweeteners and some barely even have protein in it so when I work with a lot of my clients and, and they have a bar, I'll look at how much protein is in it and I'll let them know, hey, 
there's really no point in eating this particular bar because there's not enough protein in it to warrant that many calories or to warrant that much fat. And so you just need to be really cautious that a lot of these healthy food snacks that, that really are promoting themselves as healthy are really not any healthier than the regular snacks in the snack aisle. So very sadly, but very true, marketing, uh, they do a fantastic job of confusing people. And, you know, I, I do the podcast to educate as many people as I can. And I do Eagle's Eye on Health because that's a great way for me to also include, you know, up-to-date news that comes out on health and fitness and nutrition. But not everybody listens to my podcast, right? So we just have to spread the word out there and let people know how to find healthy food because I, I do feel bad for the people who just aren't educated and they they think these foods are healthy and why shouldn't they? They've been marketed that way. So it's sort of an unfair thing, but hopefully I'm educating you so that you can make the best of the best decisions for your nutrition and that of your family. Now let's talk a little bit about the home gym. A lot of people are creating them right now. A lot of people want to create one. And I want to tell you what the two things you need and all you need for a home gym. And then I want to tell you some of the nice to have things in your home gym. And then there's definitely a few um, higher end price range items that might be a dream one day, or maybe you can afford them all. But I'm going to tell you what I think are some of the best things to have in the home gym. And honestly, the only two that you really and truly need. So let's get started with those. Um, two things you need for a home gym. And literally, these can fit into the corner of a room. The first one I would say is a gym mat. You don't wanna be sweating all over your floor. I can tell you that right now. If you have to swap the gym mat for a couple towels, that would work too, okay? So I never wanna hear anyone say, I can't work out at home because I don't have a, a, a home gym. No, I can, I can make your home gym pretty quickly here. So a gym mat is definitely nice. Uh, depending on the flooring that you're working out in. A lot of people like to use a garage as a home gym. That's a concrete base floor. If you plan on doing high impact jumping, you wanna be really careful on a concrete floor because your back will hurt in no time. So getting a really good gym mat, if you're working out on concrete, can definitely be of great value without actually being high value, okay? We wanna keep that back and your knees feeling good forever. So just sort of determine, are you working out on concrete floor? Are you working out on a wood floor? Are you working out on carpet? But all of those could use some kind of mat, even at the very least a yoga mat. Um, but I will say, again, if you're working out on concrete, you probably want some kind of thicker foam mat. All you have to do is go on Amazon. Maybe you've heard of that before, Amazon. <laughs> I think we've all used it quite a bit lately. Um, and just sort of research and different gym um, floors, gym mats, and you'll see a whole bunch will come up and, and that will be an easy thing for you to get. Now, the only other thing that you need for a home gym, if I were to pick, is free weights. That's it. It doesn't have to be fancy. And honestly, if you're just getting started in your home gym, I would say three sets of weights is all you need. A light set, a medium set, and a heavy set. 
And that's gonna be different for everyone. So sometimes people say, well, what, what size weight should I get? Well, that really just depends how strong you are, right? Um, typically, I would say, you know, if you can get a five pound set, a 10 pound set, a 15 pound set, that's gonna work great for most women. Um, but then there's tons of women will, who will be using a 10, a 20, and a 25 pound set. Again, it just depends where you're at. Now, if you have unlimited funds or you have a lot of money to spend on this, if you can get a full set of weights, you can buy them that way. Even at most of your sporting goods stores, you can buy a full set that comes usually anywhere between five pounds through 35 pounds. So they all come together. It might be somewhat discounted if you buy it as that huge set. But I know for me, I never get up to the 30s and the 35s. I mean, I barely hit the 25s most of the time, but my husband uses those. So something that you might want to invest in, but you don't have to invest in the full set. As I said, three sets would do you just fine. A full set if you want to and can afford it. And that's it, a gym mat and three sets of weights, because with that, you guys, you can do everything you need to, right? You can do cardio hit workouts. You can do strength training with all those three different sets of weights. You can do yoga on your yoga mat. You can do core work with your mat. You can do mobility work. Uh, pretty much everything that I have in my willpower workout program can be done with a mat and three sets of weights. So at the very bare minimum, I would actually go and get those things right now. Even if you think you're not really interested in a home gym, if you like to work out and you're used to going to the gym, I just want to tell you, it is a very sad time for us with COVID and the pandemic. I think a lot of gyms are going to get shut down again very soon. Some haven't even opened yet, so you're still feeling that pain. Um, and again, it's very possible that something like this could happen again. And what I've seen is that a lot of my clients are struggling to find free weights right now because they're sold out everywhere. So if you can get your hands on some free weights right now that even have for the future, it's just worth it. It's really nice to be able to do a workout from home. Now me personally, I have a home gym. I don't go to a gym. I haven't gone to a gym in Gosh, I'd say I haven't been a member of a gym for like over 10 years. I worked at some gyms many years ago and always told myself, oh, well, you know, the benefit of working at this gym is I get a free membership, but then I never worked out there because I worked there. And so the last thing you want to do is then go to your workplace and work out. So I'm a huge home gym fan. I use my home gym all the time. You'd think I have some fancy home gym and I don't. <laughs> we have what's called our game room. That's where we watch our movies and it's where we have all of our exercise equipment. And the main things that I use are my mat and my free weights. So honestly, you can actually do a ton with just those things. But let's get into a few things if you can't find those weights. So like I said, I have a lot of clients right now, they're struggling to find free weights because it's during the pandemic. Some nice options if you can't use free weights are the exercise tube, and those I'm pretty sure you can get online right now, no problem, or resistance bands. So those would be for strength training if you had to substitute for free weights. 
I'll tell you right now, I pretty much never use an exercise tube. I do use resistance bands for physical therapy work. I always opt for the free weights when I can, but if you can't, exercise tube resistance bands are fantastic uh, to swap instead of having um, the free weights. Also really nice, if you're going on a vacation, it's not so easy to travel with free weights. That's when I do bring an exercise tube or resistance bands, because that way I can keep working out. I could do it in my hotel room if I have to. I can bring it into a hotel gym, or if you're gonna be at the beach, you can do certain things on the beach. Exercise tube and resistance bands are awesome for strength training. So those are two things you might wanna get in the interim if you cannot get free weights right now. Now, those are the two main things that I feel like if you're going to be working out at home, you got to at least have those. But what are some other really nice things to have? So if you are sort of making your wish list right now for your home gym, I would say um, the next thing that I would buy, and I actually don't have one, but I, I would really like one of these, but I, I don't have one, um, a barbell. So when you start getting to the point where you are lifting fairly heavy, especially for like things like squats and legs, you can lift heavy, but sometimes carrying a free weight that that's heavy, that's too heavy or so heavy, it's harder on your hand grip. You have the strength in your legs to do it, but it starts to really uh, put strain on your hand grip. And that's when it's really nice to have a barbell. Now, of course, when you get a barbell, you do have to get the weights to go on it. So it is a bit of a small investment, although they do have lots of brands now that, that sell you know barbell sets. So that would be something nice to have. If you're gonna have a barbell set, I probably would recommend some kind of bench for it. So you probably are used to seeing a bench at the gym and people are doing chest press with a bar. And it's nice to be able to do that elevated. So a bench is good, or you could even get one of those step platforms. Remember old school step class? Well, a step platform is something you can still buy today, and it's another great thing to have in your home gym. Again, you can use it instead of a bench. You can do bench press right on a step platform. So lots of moves can be done on the step platform for body weight moves as well. So I kind of think they go hand in hand. If you're going to get the barbell, I would probably get the bench or the step to go with it. Little easier if you want to be doing chest press that way. Now I do chest press on the floor with free weights and it's totally fine. <laughs> it's all that I need. I can get, you know, pretty heavy free weights to use and I can do it on the floor. But if I just, you know, wanted to go all money out, I would definitely have a barbell, full set of weights and the bench or at the very least the step. Another nice thing to have is an exercise ball. Have you seen those big round balls? They look like a big, huge beach ball, it, much bigger though. They're really nice to have in a home gym. You can do all kinds of uh, exercises on them. Uh, I do a lot of core work on my exercise ball, but they really can be used for everything. Um, you can you know, do some balance work with them. You can do some strength work with them. And also that way it's testing your balance at the same time as strength. Do I think an exercise ball is a necessity? No, these are sort of nice to haves. But if you don't know what workouts to do with the exercise ball and it's just gonna sit in the corner, I would just say, eh. That would be one that you don't need, but again, nice to have. 
Another one is push-up stands. You may have seen those sort of handle grips that are used for push-ups. I actually do like push-up stands. I do have a couple sets of them. The benefit of a push-up stand is that it gives you a different degree of range of motion for your push-up. So uh, especially if you have any wrist issues, some people it just hurts their wrists when they put that hand into the floor. It's in complete flexion when they're doing that push-up and it's just too much pressure on their wrists. If that's you, you might really benefit from a push-up stand. Now, again, they're these small little grips that you basically hold, and they're just a little bit elevated above the ground. They're not very expensive at all. Go ahead and um, Amazon or look up push-up stand. I do like the push-up stand. I do use the push-up stands, not always. I don't have wrist problems, so I can do regular push-ups, but it's one of those things, as I said, that's nice to have. Um, another nice to have, and certainly not very expensive, is the jump rope. A lot of people say, well, I don't have any cardio equipment. Well, let me tell you how fast you will get a cardio workout if you have a jump rope. So a jump rope is a great one. Again, I don't use a jump rope because I get plenty of cardio elsewhere. Um, but actually, I do have a jump rope in, in, my, in my gym. I just don't ever use it. Um, if you, if you don't know what to do with the jump rope and you're not gonna give yourself some kind of program to do with it, like Tabata would be a great one to do with jump rope, but if you don't even know what I'm talking about when I say Tabata, I mean, I just wouldn't get the jump rope. Don't get anything for your home gym that you don't know how to use, that are not willing to put in the time to figure it out, or that you don't have a workout that might actually coincide with that equipment so you know what to do. So jump rope is great. If you want to get some extra cardio, it's not very expensive and you can throw that right in a drawer so it doesn't take up a lot of space. Another nice to have uh, would be for the recovery aspect of your workouts. I think every home gym should have a foam roller and I think that it's a great way to sort of like get the recovery in. You don't always have to go for a massage because these foam rollers are, are kind of like a massage, right? It's really giving you that deep, intense pushing down into the muscles. Um, it feels great. I love a foam roller. I do it after all of my long runs and all of my intense workouts. A foam roller, I think, is a must. If you can afford it and you can get, you can get a really small one too. So I think a foam roller is a great one to have in your gym. The last one um, of what I say is nice to have, a medicine ball. Some people really like the medicine balls. I don't have medicine balls. I don't need them. I, they don't do it for me. If anything, sometimes I'll use medicine balls for some core work. I think we have one in my um, in our game room. And sometimes I'll do some core work with a medicine ball. But for me, strength training, I just get the free weights. So I don't need a whole lot of equipment to get the job done. <laughs> Um, but some people really like them, and so if you if you know what to do with medicine balls and you have a workout plan with them, great, get some medicine balls. If you don't, don't just buy them, or they're just gonna sit there in your uh, in your home gym. They might look cool, you might like that aspect of it, but if you're not gonna use it, I'm I'm not about wasting money. Now, there's a couple items that I like, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I have them both, and I don't 
barely ever use them. So it's hard for me to tell you guys, go spend this much money and then don't use it very often. One is the BOSU ball. I've done some videos before um, with the BOSU. I used to teach class on a BOSU. That's the only reason, honestly, that I ever bought a BOSU. I used to teach an entire fitness class for an hour on the BOSU ball when I lived in California. This was like over 10 years ago. And so I bought the BOSU ball so I could practice to teach on it. And of course, I still have it. It is in my home gym, but I almost never use it. It is awesome for some um, kind of core work. It's really good for balance. And there's definitely some moves I used to really love doing on it, but I'll tell you the truth. It sits in the corner of my home gym and I almost never pick it up. Another one that's like that is the TRX. I have the hook in the ceiling. Um, I used to do it a little bit when I taught TRX. I don't ever put it up anymore. Uh, it's sort of like TRX has died out. I'm the kind of person I like to have a program. I like to follow a class. I like to follow a video. And the TRX videos that I used to try to do from TRX, they were terrible. They were just terrible workouts. So maybe I should uh, create some TRX videos for y'all. But I honestly, I just don't think it's worth the money. I don't think you're going to use it enough. Now, you might love TRX, and, and I'm not saying I don't love some of the things you can do with it. I'm just telling you the truth that it sits there and I don't really use it anymore. Uh, I think I mostly used it, as I said, when I taught TRX. Um, other than that, you're probably wondering, well, what about those big ticket items? You know the ones, the treadmill. Now, if money is no object and you can afford a treadmill, I highly recommend it. I got a treadmill probably five or six years ago. I use it probably three times a week at least. My husband uses it. My son uses it. We get a lot of use out of the treadmill. If you don't run, don't get a treadmill. Don't get a treadmill if it's just going to sit there, right? I'm just such a person that believes if you're not going to use it, do not buy it. Do not buy it thinking, well, I'll use it if I buy it because you won't, <laughs> okay? That's like buying a gym membership and thinking I'll go if I'm paying for it, but you still don't go. So if you love to run, it's awesome. I love my treadmill, especially right now in Texas. It is so hot. I just... I just can't run outside right now. I do my long runs outside, I get up early for that, but I love having my treadmill for all my interval and hit work and quality work during the week. If you can afford it, I love it, but make sure you get a good one, okay? And I'm not gonna start talking about brands right now because that's a whole other podcast, but definitely do your research before you buy a treadmill. Now, the next high-end ticket item would be a stationary bike. So maybe you're not a runner, but you want to have a stationary bike. It also can be fantastic. Again, it's more of a high-priced ticket item. Um, all kinds of stationary bikes out there. Obviously, the Peloton is one of the, the big ones right now. What I like about the Peloton is, you know, if you buy a Peloton, a Peloton, it's going to have the classes too. Of course, you do pay a monthly fee for those classes on top of the bike. So again, it is definitely a high price ticket item. Now, if you're more of an athlete, like a biker or a triathlete, you might want to buy what's called the kicker, which is a, a bike trainer that you put your actual road bike or tri bike on. 
The kicker is something that I, I have and I trained with it a lot for my Ironmans and that enables you to control power and can do a lot of power type workouts. And then there's a ton of apps that connect with the kicker. Um, there's other kind of bike trainers out there as well, but I would say if you can afford a high-end ticket item, you know, a treadmill or a bike trainer or a stationary bike of some type can definitely be great for your cardio options. But guess what? You don't have to have those because I don't want to, you know, I, don't, I just want to remind you that running outside is free. It is free. If you love to run, it's always best to run outside. That being said by the girl who just told you she doesn't want to run outside because it's too hot out. But we really can run outside. You have to get up earlier and in the winter you have to dress with really warm layers. But I can tell you people do it all the time and um, it's free. It just costs a pair of running shoes. So you definitely can save a lot of money. I have a ton of clients who are runners and they use their indoor home gym for the strength training portion of working out, but they run outside. You can also walk outside for free. Don't knock walking because walking can be some of the best workouts there are, especially if you have hills in your area. So don't feel like you have to spend all that money because you don't. You can just get the mat and the free weights, right? Okay, now a couple things you might not be thinking of, but if you are sort of gonna have a room that you're gonna do this in, whether it's the game room, or like I said, a lot of people use a garage, you might wanna think about putting a television in there with some kind of ability to be able to watch a fitness video on it. Because I always tell my clients, it's really hard to motivate yourself if you're just gonna walk into a room with free weights and then tell yourself, okay, what do I do? Like you need to follow a plan. Even me, I'm a personal trainer. I don't just go into my game room and start lifting weights. I follow usually one of my own workout videos because I love my workout videos because they're full body strength workouts and I have yet to find a great full body strength video. They always forget to do triceps or they forget to do shoulders or they do legs for 45 minutes and then arms for 10. Like <laughs> it drives me crazy. So it is a nice thing to have a TV in the room you're gonna be working out so that you can connect your app or your videos or whatever it is to the TV through Apple TV or Roka, or there's a million ways that you can do those connections these days. Um, but it really makes it a lot easier to work out if you have that television and you have that workout right there on the screen. Another thing you might want is a mirror. I think a full length mirror is important. I like my clients to look at themselves because I wanna make sure their form is on track. In my workout videos, I talk a lot about form. Are you standing tall? Are you pulling your belly in? Do you have slight bend in your knees? These are all good things that when you hear the cue, you look in the mirror and you're like, ooh, like my feet are splayed out. She just said to have them facing forward. Um, so a mirror can actually be really key. And these are not expensive things. You know, a mirror you can get at Target. It doesn't have to be expensive. The TV might be a little more expensive, but maybe you can get something used. It doesn't have to be anything too fancy, but it's nice to be able to watch that workout video. And then what else do you need? really just the workouts. There's so many online workouts these days that you're gonna have a zillion to pick from. Of course, I don't wanna toot my own horn, but I think some of the, some of the Earn That Body workout programs are the best. I have all kinds of online workout programs 
And if you're gonna be working out from home, especially right now with COVID and you're sort of over it and you don't know what to do and you're not motivated right now, it's great to buy a program. And what I mean by that is, an example is my willpower workout program. It comes with cardio hit, audio runs, full body strength, core, yoga, mobility. It comes with everything. So you have a program and it has a calendar that tells you what workout to do each day. That's really nice to keep you motivated in that new home gym, right? Because I don't want that home gym to sit there and look pretty. I want it to be used. I want it to have some sweat in there, okay? Um, I have so many different programs. Uh, Summer Body uh, Boot Camp 2019 was probably one of the biggest hits ever. And we have um, buns workouts and so many. And like I said, I have the the 21 day body challenge, or I should say body zone challenge coming up July 20th. Being involved in a program with a video that has a plan, that's what keeps you motivated in the home gym. Otherwise, the gym just sits empty. And I know some of you like to have a pretty gym. That's all good and dandy. I can tell you my home gym is not even pretty. (laughs) It's functional though. And that's all that I want out of my home gym. I wanna get in, I wanna do my workout, and I wanna be done. I wanna have the equipment that I need, which is barely anything, because you just barely need anything. And, And it gets the job done. So that's really it. That's the home gym. I think everyone right now who likes to work out should just get the bare minimums for their home gym right now. Even if if your home gym is a home corner of a room, (laughs) it doesn't have to be an entire room. Dedicate a corner to a room for that gym and your free weights. You're going to be set up for success during these times like now when we have a pandemic and we're not able to get to the gym. And that being said, I just, I'm really cautious for everyone right now to go to a gym, even if it's open, because I just don't think it's worth it. There are just too many germs out there. Gyms are like the highest germ area. One person coughs and their germs spread everywhere. You just have to be so cautious that I don't think it's worth going to your gym right now, even if it's open, with the chance that you might bring it home to your family. And once you get COVID, just FYI, pretty much everyone in your family is going to get it. I have yet to hear anything about a family member who didn't give it to every single person in the family. It's just too entirely contagious. So create the home gym. It can be done cheap. Stay home right now. Stay safe. But also keep working on your nutrition. Keep working on your exercise and fitness level so you can keep your immune system super strong during this unfortunately scary time. All right, everybody, that's it for today. Don't forget, if you have any questions or need any help, I am a one-woman show, just email me directly, kim at earnthatbody.com. I would love to help pick a program that is best for you based on your goals. And if you ever need nutrition help, I have that as well. And other than that, I hope to see you all in the Body Zone Challenge starting July 20th. Go to earnthatbody.com to check it out. I am here to always bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information you can put into play right away. Have a super safe week, guys. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 